Hey listeners, I'm going to let you listen to this episode in just one second. I bet you that if you follow us, you are preparing yourself for our episode looking at the editing of Mad Max Fury Road this week. But unfortunately, uh, I, myself, Nick, uh, came out with a little bit of a sickness this week. I had a cold, so I was unable to record, so we had to postpone the recording. But we wanted to put out an episode nonetheless, so we have one waiting in the wings. So I, I apologize, but uh, next week we'll feature our episode on the editing of Mad Max Fury Road, uh, which will be the first time that either Josh or I had uh, watched it. Uh, we've got some killer notes. Uh, it's going to be a great episode, but for this time, this week, you're about to listen to an episode all about uh, After Effects and how editors can use utilize it for their edits. It's basically kind of a basic starter's guide to implementing After Effects as part of your editing uh, toolkit. So hope you enjoy it. Again, apologize for the mix-up, but hope you enjoy this episode and stay tuned for next week when we're going to be talking about Mad Max Fury Road. Hello listeners, welcome back. You just couldn't stay away, could you? Nah, you couldn't. Uh, Welcome back to the Command Edit Podcast episode, whatever the hell episode it is, I don't care. Uh, But uh, you are joined tonight by your intrepid hosts, Nick and... I am Josh. And we are the Command Edit Podcast. Uh, So we're going to be talking today all about the power and... Client expectations of uh, of uh, After Effects, After Effects, and you. As it uh, as it, uh, there we go. Found the title within thirty seconds of the episode. Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, it's not just After Effects and me today. It's After Effects, me, and two dogs. So uh, if you guys hear some some mm-hmm. barking or some hallowing, uh, that is my half uh, beagle, half wiener dog. Uh, that I am babysitting. So yeah, we'll be talking about uh, many things about how After Effects... Uh, first of all, if you haven't... If you're one of the very few has not cracked into After Effects and added it to your tool belt uh, for what you can offer for your clients and for your uh, productions, for your projects, then, oh boy, will this be a treat for you. Uh, and also, likely you already have touched into After Effects, and so uh, Josh and I are going to talk about what we know about it, how it, and, uh, how it uh, is included in our workflows, and uh, how it has become a part of our tool sets. Um, but first, a little bit of trending news. You probably have already seen it at this point. This is the, I tried to mention this on, on last week's episode, and I forgot. Uh, so, hey, I'm, all, I'm taking better notes this week. Uh, one of our fans has got me taking taking better notes. Uh, thank you for uh, for pointing out my my failure as a podcaster, uh, Truett Murrow, uh, on Twitter. Uh, apparently, I uploaded uh, last week's episode, which was over an hour. It was like an hour and twenty minutes because we just rambled, and there was a flaw left in it, a part that I was supposed to cut out. But uh, fortunately, oversight didn't catch it. So thank you, Truett, for pointing it out. I've re-uploaded it with the edit. So hopefully, I'm. Uh, Brushing up on my edit taking skills, my my note taking skills while I record, so that I remember. But um, do, do you even edit, man? Do you edit do, ever? <laughs> Is that like do you even lift? Do you even lift? Bro? Do you even do you edit, lift, bro? bro? 
you know what? Okay, we're getting into more and more side, uh, you know, uh, more tangents here. But I do got to put this idea out. So we, uh, I, and I, you know, Josh and I have been thinking about, uh, I, I'm constantly thinking about merchandise. I love, love, love the idea of getting the command edit logo on something to offer to people. But it needs to be something of interest something of value not just a t-shirt not just a you know a coffee mug or something like that but i i don't know i'm thinking i'm trying to brainstorm on what would be cool to offer to people that we could basically we could start having a command edit store but we could put useful stuff in it and so i i'm trying to think of what to do for like a limited run uh just for a select few who would get this but uh just to try it out for our first piece of merch so uh, josh do you have any ideas uh, you know, my wife and I, a couple years ago, we etched some beer glasses with my my beer blog name on them. And I mean, it was it was probably a night and a half of of yelling and cursing. <laughs> well, did you like, <laughs> but, but, you, but you, they like hand made really them well? Uh, no, I mean, we we bought the glasses from, you know, Home Goods or wherever. But uh, we etched in um, my my logo or my, my blog name. Oh, wow. Them. And they, they, they turned out pretty well. Wow. I didn't even know that was even a thing. Jeez, I, 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 I may have many talents. <laughs> I did not either. I was just doing what I was told. Beautiful. And it turned out okay. Turned out okay. All right. So you're saying we should put you to work. We can save a big time on uh, on the production costs if we get you and your wife to make these. This is uh, so- soft money. Is that what it's called, right? Soft money? <laughs> I think it's more like non-existent money. But... Uh, um, yeah. Anyways, we're 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 thinking, and actually, I think it should be. Uh, we could always do two things. So, like two small runs of of two different things. One that, like, if we were gonna do sort of glassware, I I I would be all right with a coffee mug. I would totally use the heck out of a coffee mug that says Command Edit and something you know something quirky, a good saying or or something cool added to it. Not. So, do you even edit, bro? Yeah, something like that. So you you just inadvertently may have given us the first idea of what to do, and then so like a coffee mug for me, and then like a wine or a a, a, a beer stein for you or something like that. You know, so something right. I don't know. I'm thinking, but we also want to hear from some other ideas. It could be something that you would uh, have on your edit desk if you uh, if you look around you and you find that your edit suite is missing something. Or it's just missing something with our logo on it, then let us know because we would love to uh, put in a small order for a few people to just just test the waters with merch. If we got um, bumper stickers for external hard drives, like for the sole purpose of external hard drives. Ah, okay, that's not a bad idea. When you because I mean, mine just have uh, uh, sticky notes that I've taped to them. Yeah, same here. <laughs> All of mine are laid out right here. Um, yeah, that's actually a good idea. Okay, yeah, yeah, gears are turning. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking. Um, hard, but, dr- hard drive decals. Hard drive decals. I could dig that. I think I, I could. Right. I think I could. I could get on board with that. All right. And uh, so, if you guys do have suggestions, please, we want to hear them. So please tweet them at Command Edit, uh, and just let us know what you would like to see for merch or what you would dare us to uh, to put our logo on. <laughs> or or go on our Facebook page. Um, I am officially on our Facebook page now. I guess I, I've I've always been on it, but I've never been an admin. Nick, uh, Nick, Nick finally let go. Um, you so, so I'm you, over yeah. on Facebook now. On you're, our on our Facebook page. You're beyond your uh, your trial period, your probation period. You're in. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
you're in some episodes in yep yep you're in full control now of the facebook page god help us all uh, so anyways, bringing it back to my, my what I was trying to say in the beginning, I'm sure you've already seen this before, but it is a very cool video for you to see. If you got a 10 minute break, you're wondering how to spend said 10 minutes, uh, we'll include this link in the description and over on the blog post, which I will actually do when this episode comes out. I usually am delayed in that, but mark my words, the blog post will come out. So you can go check the blog post for this episode and get the link for this video. It's called Hell's Club. And like I said, you've probably already seen it. If you haven't, go give it a watch. It is a marvelous uh, movie mashup. So a an editor took some time to go through some of Hollywood's biggest movies and find their club scenes. So he's gone through any movie that has a club scene, extracted that uh, that scene, and then cut them all together, given them a color treatment to all match, and he has even done some rough compositing to have characters from different movies appear like they're in the same place. And it's this 10-minute long... Uh, video there's a there's kind of a, a bit of a storyline uh that like al pacino's character from uh uh oh from one of his movies Scar- scarface no uh, scarface. he's he's in it but uh, uh no who's that uh serpico oh yeah uh he uh, there is this kind of kind of really really small uh storyline between serpico uh is chilling in his club and the terminator shows up to take him out and Blade and Tom Cruise from Collateral and all these characters just get into this massive shootout. But it's a it's an excellent cool use of editing and compositing to and a really good idea for a fan edit. As soon as I watched it, I thought, damn it, I should have thought of that idea. And I'm sure many other editors thought the same thing. It's a really cool watch though, so I do recommend that you go see it. Josh, have you seen it yet? Uh, I have not because you showed it to me about 20 minutes ago, <laughs> and so all I could do was scrub through it. Well, dude, uh, but it, it, yeah. it does look cool. Yeah, and uh, he he did right by including his his uh, his logo, his watermark by the end of it as well. So hey, if you're gonna do a fan edit of anything, it might catch fire. So be sure to put your signature on it so people know it was you. I. I can say this too because I uh, a couple years ago, to some limited success, I released a uh, a fan edit trailer for the Avengers movie before the Avengers movie had come out before we were seeing a trailer yet. So I took uh, clips from all the, the all the one-off Avengers movies and cut them together to make it look like a trailer. And uh, like no compositing, nothing to the extent that this guy has done. And I released that, and I started getting. A lot of you know, I started getting comments on it. Some of those comments being uh, accusing me of ripping off someone else's work. And even though my I put like a couple quick credits at the end that include my name and my company name to make sure that like people know, yep, this was me. And uh, even then, I, I said like, dude, look at the wait till the end. Like that's my name. Like I'm not ripping anybody off. So. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, today, After Effects, right? Yeah, After Effects, right? What about it? What's that crap about? <laughs> oh, never, never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. So, after, uh, yeah, After Effects is, uh, is you know, yeah, I, I want to get into, like, how, how much you know, how much I know of it. Um, uh, because, of course, everybody knows it, but, but, but it, it seems to be, uh, to me, 
um, you know how everybody in the graphic design world or uh, or photography industry is expected to know Photoshop. Photoshop is like the ABCs of of, of skill sets that like you you should just know it. Uh, After Effects seems like that for post production for editing. So if you know yeah. how to edit, then oh, you must know After Effects. Right. It's you. You know at least one nonlinear editor, and you know After Effects. And since you know After Effects, by gosh darn, you better know Photoshop too. But uh, that's for a different conversation. Today's just about <laughs> After Effects. Yeah. Um. So um, I mean, what what if you were to give yourself a karate belt level <laughs> in your After Effects skills, what would it be? That's a tough question. I know you asked me that before, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give the 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 uh the the confucius answer before the before an actual answer because i'll say it all really depends on what you're applying it to because uh if anybody knows uh has opened after effects you can do so much with it you can do color correction you can do compositing heck you can do editing if you are really compelled to i wouldn't but you could if you wanted to uh, so you could do so much with it. So it kind of depends what you you could even do like some three D animation now with it. So it uh, it all depends on what you're using it for. Uh, so some things I'm very skilled at in in using After Effects, uh, but some things not so much. So when it comes to a lot of three uh, D object uh, uh, animation stuff like that, uh, not so much. You know, 3D environments. I've seen some people do some amazing things with that. Uh, yeah, that's not really my wheelhouse. I, uh, I, so I'm a, I'm a less than white belt for that, I guess. But I would consider myself, dare I say, not a black belt, but a what's under that, like a brown. That's a belt. brown belt. Okay, brown belt. It's been a long time since my karate days. I'd say. Uh, uh you did karate too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was that was uh, that was the thing to do in the nineties. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, me too. Gotta beat those bullies up, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I consider myself a brown belt for things like compositing, so uh, like removing logos, adding, uh, compositing objects into a scene, uh, you know, uh, making manipulations to a shot like that. Um, so uh, that is really my wheelhouse. So when people Asked me to do that sort of stuff. I'm very confident in doing that. Uh, All right. But yeah, what about you? Um, purple belt. Purple. Purple. Mm. Why do you say so purple? Purple, purple, red, brown, black. So that's the huh. order. So purple belt. At least, at least when I did it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I would. So my, I, I, I would. I would not have put purple below red. In fact, I, I put purple above black. Purple's pretty cool. No, 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 no. The order is white, yellow, orange, light green, dark green, blue, purple, red, brown, black. It totally depends That's, on what what place. That is the order. It it depends on the dojo. <laughs> it changes, nope. man. It cha It does. It's very different. Hell, I, I remember right. one place. It was like it, it got to black, and then there was one thing beyond that that was like black with a mask. I kid you not. <laughs> it was black with a mask, and I thought That's, that is the coolest thing in the world. Canadian thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Canadian karate. <laughs> uh, it's called the Canuck Chuck. Yeah. All right. So, but uh, like Nick, uh, I mean, I have my skills in After Effects, and I have those things that uh, that I could definitely 
get better at. But uh, I mean, for what I use After Effects for, I mean, I can just get in there and do it and not think about it. I know the shortcuts and and I'm good. Um, but when when I'm challenged to go learn something new in After Effects, oh, man. All right. Let's uh, maybe break out a tutorial or I need I need half an afternoon to uh, just sit down and mess around uh when I need to make the circle transform into a square and then, you know, blow up into a million pieces, you know, or whatever the client wants that day. Been ex um, expected so, to know that sort of stuff? Am I expected to know that sort of stuff? Yeah, as, as your job, is it is that one of the requisites that you need to have an understanding of it? Um, of the circle to square to blow up? Yeah, yeah. Or After Effects? <laughs> after Effects. Uh, uh, well, After Effects, yes. Um, and pretty much... You know, whatever is needed, uh, do the best that I can. Um, so th that is the prerequisite for me. Cool. Um, I remember when I first got started with it, actually, what you, you mentioned that, uh, yeah, if you know After Effects, you should know Photoshop. No, nope, I, I skipped Photoshop. And to this day, I'm not very, I stay out of it. I don't know it. I don't know it. So, hmm. yeah, if anybody, if there's anything that, uh, I need to do because I do some photography if there's anything that I need to do that uh, that I would think the most you know uh, someone would do in Photoshop I jump into After Effects and do it there instead yeah I'm about I'm about 50 50 sometimes I'll jump into Photoshop sometimes I'll jump into After Effects what I love absolutely love masking in After Effects it's mm -hmm. I mean it, it's a little complicated at first but once you get it um, I mean, the masking After Effects is so powerful that it just puts Photoshop to shame. Um, and just photo, like to me, I just don't get the Photoshop masking. So whenever I got a mask or, you know, cut something out, I'm jumping right into After Effects because mm -hmm. you can export pretty much, you know, the same stuff. And I'm only spitting out stuff, you know, that's for the web or that's going into a video that's 1920 by 1080 anyway. Yeah. Do you ever get asked uh to do things like you know how people have a loose understanding of what photoshop is and what you're capable of and so it becomes the the excuse of like oh you can know you can just photoshop that out right do yeah let's just photoshop that video yeah yeah do you ever get that client saying like i know what you can do you can just you can just you know photoshop or after effects that that out right all the time yeah <laughs> ain't that fun <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and I mean, sometimes you can, uh, sometimes you think you can, but I mean, for me at least, I never want to promise, you know, like, oh yeah, I, I, I can do that. No problem. Well, here's you actually, yeah, yeah. And, and I, actually I do have someone who I'm in chats with right now. Uh, they're asking me for, they've got a series that, uh, that they want to send me a few episodes of because they have some compositing stuff to do some, some visual effects stuff that, uh, I would jump into after effects and do. And it's been kind of back and forth because they want to get a they want to get a quote slash they want me to say be able to say yes I can do this but they're sending me stills and descriptions of what they want done when I, I you know until you show me I don't know like I need to right, see yeah, the shot yeah. you know yeah it's like it's un until I'm sitting there with it in front of me on my computer mm -hmm. you know I don't really know if I if I can do whatever it is you're asking me to do. I right. mean, I guess I can give you a confidence level. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's difficult to give an estimate like that. Well, it's also the, the clients don't have, don't always and rarely have an understanding of the factors that make some shots uh, easy or difficult to do. 
So for instance, they sent me a still and said, we have you know, the outside of this church exterior, but we want you to replace the sign. We want you to take this sign out, put this new sign in. But okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely doable. Wait, hold on. Is the camera moving? Well, yes. Okay. Well, is it handheld? Is it on a dolly? Like, okay, no, yeah, it's on a dolly. Okay. So that means it's a smooth movement, easier to track. Okay. Is there anybody, any people or, or objects that are ever obscuring, you know, uh, the, that, uh, the sign itself, like getting between the camera and uh, blocking the sign out? So yeah, a few people walk in. Like, okay, so that's an extra step now. So it's, it's like, yes, I, I need to actually see it to evaluate it, but they're stuck because until they get someone signed on to it, they can't send the episodes to anybody. Uh, so, uh, okay. chicken before egg sort of thing. So, it's been an interesting email thread so far. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you always got to watch yourself because if you say yes, you know, you got to follow through. So, if you oh, yeah. if you get a surprise later, say, oh, yeah, I can do that. Oh, well, I, I didn't know it was going to be this difficult. Well, you said yes, so you've got to deliver. Hmm. All right, so if you were to pick just a couple things that you use After Effects for pretty much all the time, uh, I know you said uh, some about logos. Um, I mean, what would those like two or three things be? Uh, easy. It'd be screen replacement or you know screen compositing. Uh, I I'll, I'll say logo removal or manipulation. So that means uh, any. Logos on uh, uh, on objects, in including signs on buildings and stuff like that, that need to be changed. So, uh, do you like, um, let's say it's that sign on the church, and they're not. You either put a new sign in there, or you just blur it out, or you put like a blue box over it, or like try and blend it in. I'll make it look. It, it all yeah. depends. I never. Whenever people say you could just blur it out, I never like doing that. Like that's no. That's that's like twenty twenty blurring up your face to hide your identity. No, no, no. That's that doesn't sell so you know let, let's replace it with something else and my favorite shots to do are th are shots that uh will go unnoticed if you do your job right so replacing something you know something that was in the background or removing gaff tape off the floor or you know switching out a logo for something else or whatever uh and the the audience will never actually notice it because then it's not a matter of creative uh you know you don't have to it, it, it's less subjective of whether or not you've done a good job you know it's more like how you know can someone watch this and not notice that anything's wrong boom mission accomplished mm. so uh so that's typically the kind of stuff that i usually do with it uh day to day I, it, some color correction sometimes uh, uh a lot of motion graphics but that's pretty much it what about you yeah uh i mean um most of my lower thirds and uh, motion backgrounds and still backgrounds all make in After Effects. Um, and and I'm huge on Photoshop sequences. Do you ever use those? Photoshop sequences or TIFF sequences? TIFF sequences, yes. All right. Yeah. Photoshop sequences, it's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I'll make a, a three-second animated lower third, you know, moving on. And... Um, with an alpha channel and I'll spit out that Photoshop sequence with an alpha channel and then I'll bring that into Avid um, and then I'll import in, you know, the three seconds and then I'll take, you know, one of the middle frames and import that in as well as a, as just a Photoshop um, document. And mm -hmm. then I can cut at that point um, 
in the edit to extend it beyond the three seconds, you know, and, and push down the second half of the of the lower third, if that made any sense whatsoever. <laughs> we might have lost a few people, but uh, <laughs> no, I did follow you. Um, I, think, right. I think that's a more complicated way than I usually do my lower thirds. But yeah, I do some of them in After Effects as well. Similarly, uh, uh, not not using Photoshop sequences. I've never used those before. But similar way, yeah. Um, and this is for the Premiere editors, but, uh, uh, you know, Dynamic Link using uh, uh, After Effects uh, or just importing the After Effects composition directly into, into Premiere. That has never worked for me, ever. And it's it sounds like such a convenient thing if Adobe could just make it work for everybody, but it never, ever works out for me. It always produces some weird error or obstacle that just, yeah, I just never trust it. <laughs> I'm staying out of that fight, but I, I that's what I've heard too. Yeah. Um, and, and if I was on Premiere, uh, more than likely I would not do that just cause I'm so ingrained in that media composer thinking of trying to keep everything self-contained, uh, in a media composer. Um, so besides lower thirds and backgrounds, um, I do, as I said, I love the masking capabilities. Um, and even if I have to, you know, try and key something out that's, that's moving, um, you know, I'm going to do that in after effects, um. A lot of my green screen stuff, I like the key mm. in After Effects much better than Media Composer. Um, so I'll do it in After Effects, and then I'll spit it out, then bring it into Media Composer. Mm. Um, and then um, just when I need to work with non, you know, standard footage, so something that's not, you know, 1920 by 1080, you know, and it's just weird dimensions, you know, because for so long, media composers wouldn't play nice with those sorts of things. Um, you know, I'll, I'll do my manipulation or whatever in After Effects and then spit something out that is, you know, my project, my project size. Day to day, is this like, do you use After Effects for a lot of your work? Um, it's open more days than it isn't. Okay. So yeah. I remember a time when I was using it more than actually editing. Actually, oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's I got, like that too. Yeah. Actually, I think I got started in, uh, yeah, I got started using After Effects before I really got into the thick of editing itself. And mm -hmm. uh, it, it came from that boom of Andrew Kramer tutorials that allowed oh, yeah. me to quickly look up things to do and uh it yeah it's it's entirely way too easy nowadays to get the proper training on using after effects for very specific uses so i get clients who ask me uh, a lot of, of like can you do this 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 new thing that you've never done before i can more confidently say yes and then turn in my chair google you know to the YouTubes, someone out there has likely solved this problem for me and done a tutorial for it. And it's likely a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> That's a very humbling thing. If you, The more you use After Effects, once you, uh, if you're looking for something, uh, a tutorial for a certain effect, and uh, you find a YouTube uh, video that explains it, and the kid narrating it is you know, way, way uh, you know, prior to puberty, 
Uh, yeah, that's a big piece of humble pie that you got to eat. You, you're not making fun of my After Effects tutorials on Edit Video Faster, are you? <laughs> uh, I was, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, if you are, um, I will say, a white to light green belt in After Effects, um, you should, uh, I, I highly recommend you check out some of my uh, After Effects tutorials on my YouTube channel. Um, what? Oh, sorry. Okay. Nope, keep going. <laughs> Put it, I'll, okay, there we go. I'm going to write down a note <laughs> to cut note, this out. We got a note to edit. Or we should leave this in for... Uh... <laughs> for someone to catch? No, whenever yeah, I do yeah. this, it's because I can hear outside the window, so I'm looking to... I do have my my finger on the the mute button here, so I do kind of if I hear a lot of noise out, then I'll mute it. But I can't tell. I thought I thought I heard a um some sort of audio echo. Um, I think it's it's me holding the glass near the microphone. Okay, for a second there, it looked yeah, like yeah. you held your wine glass up to listen to it. Like, is it coming from this? Or you sorry, your beer glass? I keep. It looks like a wine glass because it's very cut off. It's very tall, and the, it's the a Stiegel. and the beer looks it's called a Stiegel. Oh, is that what it's called? I have a Stiegel, but it's not as as big as yours. Yeah, this is like a twenty dollars Stiegel from Dogfish Head. <laughs> I've got a very I've got very small Stiegels, and actually, I did I didn't know what they were for, or uh, yeah, or what they were called. There's more horn mm. honking. Someone's out there having a, have a horn honking party. Awesome. Thank you guys. All right, perfect night. So how how should we how should we segue back into this? I don't know. I um, I so might. I I, yeah. I was talking and then I just kind of stopped with my sentence. So do you want to cut in asking about how how we set up our projects? Yeah, if I might try to cut in a little bit of that beer conversation if I can, but uh, but yeah, give, we, we give me a, something like in a, case. We need like a sound effect, like deliberate edit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't even know what we were talking about. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there's uh, yeah, there's one thing I want to comment on though. If you're interested, yeah, if you are kind of getting started with After Effects, it's interesting to note that my first visual effects job, uh, when I was hired for a brief time, uh, it didn't end up working out the the position and, and the work involved and stuff like that but that's an entirely different story for an entirely different episode um but uh that my first true visual effects position at a i'll say visual effects facility and you can't see the air quotes here uh ended up being uh you know, two guys in a basement with uh, surrounded by lots and lots of you know many computers all designed all built to do different things uh, so anyways, um, that was the facility that I worked at for a little bit. But when I first got there, they, they liked my work on my reel, but then laughed when I said I use After Effects. So, and these guys work on the TV series that millions of people watch. So they worked on shows like Justified, uh, like Scandal, like, so uh, are they like, uh, smoke and flame editors and. Uh, they they used uh, well first they probably use a lot of programs I've never even heard of but uh, their compositing program was Fusion, uh, mm -hmm. which is good now. At the time, Fusion was 
not it it hadn't been updated in many years and so many people were actually thinking it was going the way of the dodo so uh, that's the reason why i didn't like fusion you know once a company goes like f how many years five years without updating it uh you kind of start to wane off of it um and besides there was another program out there called nuke from the foundry which if you're familiar with it's more like after effects on steroids and it's more like the hollywood standard for uh for uh, visual effects compositing uh because uh while after effects is a layer-based uh compositing program nuke is node-based so and nodes are lots of fun to work with so it can be argued if there's more you know, one program is better than the other because, again, they're tools, and I'm sure that somebody very skilled at After Effects can accomplish a lot that uh, someone with Nuke couldn't. So, uh, yeah, uh, I I really don't... I still prefer using After Effects over Nuke just because of the support that's out there, but if you do go on to... Uh, if you want to pursue a job uh, at a visual effects post house, then... Uh, be prepared to learn either Fusion or Nuke because those are more the... Uh, oh, hey, that's my phone. Those are more the um, uh, standard for uh, that type of work. And it's more difficult to... Uh, the training on it is more scarce. But uh, once you do get the hang of it, which I'll admit I never quite did. I, I didn't quite get there yet. You're capable of quite a bit with it. So, there we go. All right. So, uh, how how are your projects set up in After Effects? Well, if you're curious, if you really want to stop listening to the sound of my voice right now, hey, if you can still find out the answer, we've got a handy blog post over up on the commandeditpodcast.com site that I'll also link to in the description here that shows my, uh, my uh, folder structure, my project file structure, uh, where I start each and every After Effects project off in. Because again, you gotta keep things organized and After Effects is something that can really, really get disorganized super quick if you're not careful. I will careful. say the absolute worst program to open up somebody else's work in and they're messy in is After Effects. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, my, my assistant editor, um, I mean, it, it's taken a year but um, today, actually, I, I opened up and had to use one of her projects that she created from the beginning. She made a bunch of assets and I needed them. And I got in there and I was like, hey, I know where everything is. It looks pretty much like mine. <laughs> and, and I was very happy. So, Allison, you did, you did a great job and I'm very proud of you if you ever listen to this. <laughs> um, but, I mean, opening up a messy After Effects project, um, I mean... No, nothing works. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it for some reason it's the kind of work, and I guess it's the for me, uh, you know, the many many pre comps that you're creating to uh, to go towards just one single comp. If you're not keeping, if you're not maintaining a good folder uh, structure to it, then yes, it will become messy very quickly, and not just for other people, but for you. I can't count how many project files that I've started and thought, eh, I don't need to. It's going to be such a small job. I don't need to keep this thing organized. Uh, you know, 30 minutes later, oh, God, I don't know. Where is this Where is this element again? Like, I, I, it's in this long list of files that uh, I didn't name properly. And Oh, crap. And it's just a lot of looking around and a lot of inefficiency. Bad stuff. 
So, uh, anyways, if you guys are interested, I have come up with, and yay, everybody's going to have their own different way of keeping things organized. But there is a blog post I'll link to. It's called My After Effects Folder Structure. Hey, a title that makes sense. Uh, and you can see how I've got set, I've got things set up. You can take from it what you will, uh, adapt it uh, for your own purposes. Uh, this is just how I've learned to do things, and it's very simple. Like we're we're talking about pretty, it seems like pretty simple stuff. <laughs> you know, just like create folders, name them properly, put everything in its respective folder. But it's you know, I, it's stuff that I, not I everybody mean, does. I know, like I I know many editors who don't use folders in in either Media Composer or After Effects, and I, I don't understand how you can work like that. Um, I mean, my After Effects setup, I mean, it, it's really simple. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I have a comps folder. Inside there, I have a pre-comps folder. Um, and outside of those folders, I have an elements folder. And inside the elements, I can break it down into into sound or music or, you know, imports or logos or whatever um, the mm -hmm. project, you know, requires. Um, and then in the comps, uh, folder. I mean, I just have my couple, you know, master comps, um, you know, only one true master. But I mean, if you're making a bunch of assets, you will have different master comps. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, keep it organized if you can. If you don't, shame on you if you ever uh, send it over to another editor without without giving them any any warning. Don't send it to me. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, do you have like a, a favorite shortcut or a tip? I'm putting you on the spot. We didn't talk about this earlier. Not really. And actually, like, shortcuts are king when it comes to editing. But for me, I, uh, yeah, not a whole lot of shortcut action going on there because I find, uh, you know what? My shortcut is get a Wacom. Um, because is what? Get a Wacom tablet. Oh, get, get a Wacom tablet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a cheesy-ass shortcut. But, uh but uh, yeah, life before the Wacom tablet, uh, I pretty much got it for After Effects use. And even though I've started using it less and I've been editing more, it's been it's paid off itself in spades. But for things like uh, when you're rotoscoping, for instance, uh, so much easier, so much better on the wrist as well to uh, to do things on the tablet. So uh, and you can set up uh, what are called like macro shortcuts. So you can set up actions for your tablet that at one button press will perform a certain action uh, or series of actions for you that you can use in any program, but really, really do come in handy for After Effects itself. Um, other than that, my my fingers are always on the, the pre-comp button, but that's the, the pre-comp shortcut, uh, Command-Shift-C. Uh, Command-Shift-C. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. It, yeah. Um, uh, pre-comp, Command-Shift-C, uh, that's a good one. Uh, Command-Shift-D to split a layer. Yeah. Um, I, I love that one. And then... Uh, if you have a layer selected um, in the timeline and you go up to your project window and you hold down Option or Alt um, and drag down a different source, mm -hmm. it replaces the layer. So if you got one picture and then you, you need to replace it with another one, just Alt, drag it over top, you know, and it has all the same parameters, all the same keyframes. Mm -hmm. It just changes the source. Not only that, I learned a hard lesson the other month. Uh, if you want to... If you have several instances of the same element in a composition and you want to replace all of those instances at once with a different different element, uh, then in your browser, you can uh, uh, you can hold down the uh, uh, select the element that you want to replace it with. Uh, 
click press oh, it's like click press alt and then hover it's it like over a, i want to guess i want to guess okay go oh, ahead sorry go ahead. no never mind you got it you got it you hover it over that the element that you're looking to replace in the browser still in the browser window so don't even bring it down to the comp just uh just do perform the action that you just said uh click drag hold, hold out yep and it will replace it will do that it will but it will replace every single instance in the in, composition in in every composition or just the open one uh i th i think maybe in all of them wow i believe that's true because i think i accidentally did that for a uh it was like a five minute long motion graphic that i was creating and it wasn't until i exported it and uploaded it and right before i sent it to the client when i was previewing it i found that one element had been swapped out and i thought how the hell could i have done that and so by working backwards <laughs> i uh, i found that like oh that's that's how you do it which was such a bugger because it happened so early on in the composition that i had to backtrack and fix it but uh yeah there's a handy thing don't be careful where you where you're all dragging your stuff yeah, good lesson. Yeah. Um, so my my last little part on After Effects that I had was uh, if there's anything else you want to learn in After Effects, what is it? Uh, if there's anything, I've always uh, I've always been interested in the people who use it for creating 3D environments and actually some some uh, 3D animations. So the people who have a better understanding of Cinema 4D, which if anybody does follow After Effects, Cinema 4D is now a part of After Effects, uh, or the Cinema 4D Lite version anyways. That's something I've never gotten into, and it can be some pretty powerful stuff um, for some of the uh, smaller to mid-budget productions. Nothing like, you know, you won't see that sort of stuff, I think, like on, you know, big-budget features, but uh, especially if you do some corporate work, that uh, gets creative, and uh, I know one person in particular who uh, he's uh, he brings a lot of creative ideas to his corporate commercials, and uh, he's been able to do things like uh, there was a commercial he did that involved a, a wizard, and it was just you know a lot it, all the wizard footage was shot on a green screen, and he composited it into this wonderful uh, Lord of the Rings looking landscape. Pretty amazing stuff when you think that it was done in After Effects. So. I've always been intrigued by doing some more of that, but that's an awful big skill set to get into. Yeah. So uh, mine would be expressions. So I know how to use an expression. I've used expressions, um, I, but really, like outside of adding, you know, the the wiggle expression, you know, I'm, pre I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty much worthless. You know, if, if something's already there, I can I can figure out how to manipulate it. Um, but I I mean. I would just really love to fully comprehend expressions because, I mean, to me, it, it's a whole other language. It's like trying to read HTML or CSS, you know? Yeah, and actually, I'll go, I'll go one, uh, one above you for a second because if there's one thing that I did learn from the visual effects house that I, I worked at, this one guy had an incredible mastery of coding. So really what you're talking about is coding. Um, and uh, and specifically uh, coding expressions for After Effects, but uh, being able to code in almost in almost any language um, makes it easier to pick up other languages very easier, uh, just as easy. So uh, there were some amazing things that I saw one of the one of the gentlemen at this visual effects house do with coding. Uh, he was able to to fix issues with uh, some of the uh, with the footage that he was dealing with. Um, 
with some amazing expressions that I never would have thought of. That like I would have gone a completely different direction. I would have done a completely different technique to solve. But this guy had such an effective way of dealing with him just with a few lines of code that it was like wizard it was wizardry. Um and really impressed me. And so yeah, actually I think you uh, I think you've you've trumped me. Learning how to code is definitely a a powerful, powerful tool. Yes, yes, yes. Why aren't we doing um, that? So- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's it for that's all I have for After Effects. You got anything else? Well, I would say that if anybody was, uh, you know, how do you train? How do you find, you know, in the fantastic ether of the internet where everybody who's anybody has a, a tutorial out there for After Effects to do something? Uh, yeah, actually, you do. So, uh, maybe one last time, uh, plug some of your tutorials and also where you can recommend people to go get further training on it. Oh, so uh, uh, side note, my my tutorials, at least my After Effects ones, I'm working with a uh, a company in Southeast Asia to put Japanese closed captioning on my tutorials. So um, I got two of them with the captioning already on them. I'm working on doing uh, four more. I'll probably do that in the next couple of days. And then um, I'm sending them the transcript. I think I have seven other tutorials. So I have to write up the transcripts for those and send those over to them. And then they'll transcribe them into Japanese and sync them up with the times and just send me that information to me to, for me to put into YouTube. And it's really cool. I've not done YouTube, even English, closed captioning before, and now I'm learning how to how to do it in Japanese also. So, fantastic, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Man. Yeah. So for our Japanese listeners, you'll soon be able to uh, to understand Josh's tutorials a lot yes. more. Yes. Uh, <laughs> arigato gozaimasu. <That> is, <laughs> See, thank why, you very much. why don't you just learn how to speak in Japanese, <sighs> and then re-record I'm, I'm trying. Them all. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying for my trip in a couple months. That's right. I forgot that you yeah, got that yeah. trip coming up. So I'm actually, I'm more worried about, I'm also going, so in a couple months, I'm going to Japan and South Korea. And um, I've been, I went to Japan last year, didn't really know the language, but I, I've been there. I can get around. Um, so I'm not really worried about Japan. What I'm really worried about is South Korea because I've never been there. I don't mm. have any family over there in Japan. I, I have some family that I'm visiting and they know how to get around and they speak well enough and I'll be with them most of the time. But uh, when I go to South Korea, I, I'm not going to know anybody. Do you think and we I'm have do we, language? Do you think we have any listeners over in that area at all? I hope so. <laughs> if you uh, if you are currently in that area, you know, uh, if you're over in Japan or South Korea, or if, hey, you just, you just got family there, uh, then, hey, reach out to us. I would love, I, I would love to get to a point where we actually have a little bit of a fan base in, in foreign countries, and then we could, like, go, like, if we happen to be oh, yeah. going to conventions in that country, we meet up with them. That's... International uh, meetups. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, if you happen to be in that area, uh, you want to show Josh around, then uh, there you go. Chaperone yes, him. Or, or if anybody has been to Seoul, South Korea, um, I am I am in desperate need of suggestions on what to do. I wonder if there are certain jokes that you can't, that just don't fly over there. Like I'm just not going to make can, any jokes. Can you just, like, I'm guessing they don't let you sing, I'm a soul man. I think they'd laugh. I, they'll get it. 
<laughs> well, they laugh or they just punch you in the face. <laughs> like, uh, I, 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 <laughs> very funny. Uh, people around the world are very nice from my experience. <laughs> uh my my dad humor is is one of a kind yeah uh, oh uh so so the topic what was it uh where to go to learn after effects yeah yeah um so obviously um just like me and uh, all the other 10 year olds you can you can hit up youtube <laughs> um um i will say for something a little more structured um linda is always a great place um i've trish and somebody else uh their their names uh their names i cannot remember but um I, i've taken some of their courses on linda and they're pretty good um especially for for the basics um they cover stuff very well um and i've not taken something on tuts plus but uh i'm sure the the tutorials over there are very good as well hmm. very cool um, if you're looking for some of the more advanced stuff, yep, of course, there's Andrew Kramer. He's got Video Copilot, and yeah, everybody knows Andrew Kramer and Video Copilot, of course. Uh, cr creative Cow. There's Creative Cow. Um, the There's two that I can uh, move you on to. If you guys are at you know, your purple red belt, you're looking to move on to master and, uh, you know, become, you know, get that, that black belt plus mask of, uh, of After Effects. Um, there are two sites I can send you over to. One is Digital Tutors, uh, which is a fantastic site uh, for training because they break things down for uh, into, uh, you know, if you're into motion graphics, over here on the left. If you're into compositing, on the right. Uh, if you're interested in other, then take the center door. So it, depending on which path you want to take, you can find training specific to those skill sets. Um, and uh, on top of that, I think they have some other... Uh, specific tutorials for some really cool effects that you're looking at. So they, they do broad training and then they do specific skill training as well. Um, I use that quite a bit when I was uh, learning. Uh, basically, that's for any program. They have a bunch of other programs on there as well um, for visual effects, for 3D, for editing. And as well, uh, if you're looking to go beyond that, oh, I'm blanking on the name right now. I think it's PhD... Oh, hold on. Oh, what the PhD uh, FX PhD. That's what it was. I was thinking 101. It's not 101. FX PhD is something more like uh, structured like a uh, university or college course. So it's a little bit pricier. So you pay for essentially a semester of training uh, and there is uh, there are some courses on After Effects. There are some uh, courses for uh, other more advanced programs like Nuke or Fusion or 3D uh, 3D design 3D animating programs, and you can take one class or many classes. Uh, it's it's completely up to you what you want to do, uh, but you are taught by uh, by high level professionals in the industry. So. Mm -hmm. It's uh, like I said, it's a little bit more costly, but if you're looking to get up to date on using either After Effects, Nuke, Fusion, or any one of those programs, then do go check it out. Uh, it it does run like a course, so you do get uh, like one video, uh, one video per week sort of thing. You get assignments that you can you're not graded on, but you can do and get feedback on. Uh, so it's a great great uh, learning resource for that sort of thing. So uh, there, there is one other place, um, and and I'm gonna keep plugging myself today, and that's me. So um, quit if plugging you don't yourself. Know, it's dirty. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if you don't know, I do do uh, coaching or tutoring, whatever you want to call it, for video editors. So if you go over to editvideofaster.com and just search coach or coaching, um, you'll see the information there. Or you can just shoot me an email, uh, josh at editvideofaster.com or command edit podcast or yeah command edit podcast at gmail.com um i'm sure nick wouldn't mind seeing those emails as well absolutely <laughs> uh so yeah that just about wraps it up i think uh, is there anything else we want to add for this is kind of like a, a basic introduction for uh, the uses of after effects i think that this is more for people who are kind of new to it but uh if you already used after, if you're already using After Effects as part of your arsenal, then perhaps you've got some other ways that you use it that, uh, hey, we would love to hear from you on what those are. So uh, here's how you can get in touch with us. You can tweet us on the Twitterverse at Command Edit, or you can email us at uh, commandeditpodcast at gmail.com uh, if you're going to go over that 140 character limit and uh, attach any uh, images that you'd like to attach. Um Anyways, uh, yeah, is there anything else that we want to add there, Josh? Um, I think that's it for me. It's been a fun episode. Yeah, it's been a pretty cool episode. We've got some cool stuff coming up in the coming weeks. So, guys, please say you're subscribed to us. Uh, we are working on, uh, you know, Josh gave a good idea on the last episode. We'll have a uh, an episode coming up that will be essentially a case study on the editing of Fury Road, which either of us have yet to see so uh that'll be very very interesting indeed uh, as well as you know some other ideas that we've got cooking up for what we can put out for our episodes yeah one one last thing before we go and a hundred percent off topic i saw ed sheeran in concert last night and and i know it it's chick music or whatever you want <laughs> that guy is awesome he he is an incredible musician and he put on one of the best shows i've ever been to that is pretty random should we close out this episode with his music um yeah (laughs) if we can find it (laughs) i've I've never heard i don't know him so do you not know who who ed sheeran is no idea all right we need to twitter (laughs) shame nick for not knowing who ed sheeran is oh twitter shame away All right, uh, right. Q Ed Sheeran. Uh, It's been fun, guys. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys next time. All right, see ya. Baby, bring the lemon and the bottle of gin We'll be in between the sheets till the late a.m. Baby, if you wanted me, then you should have just said she's singing Don't win my love That heart is so cold All over my own I don't want to know that, baby